the end of another month, the end of February, 28th of February, and today is 51 straight days of podcasts. I need to consider what March is going to look like, but before I do that, um, I wanted to do, similar to what I did at the end of January, you know, review the 27 um, podcasts that I've recorded, the chats and the rambles, just, you know, to consider for myself, and it's always a good exercise of sort of reviewing back what we've gone through. Um, you know, the moments, the nuggets, the golden balls, and then the golden bars. And I think as I look back over the 51 podcasts, the 51 days of, and also what coincides obviously with lockdown, you know, what are those moments? What are those nuggets? What are those balls? What are those bars that are really going to set me up to go forwards? I'll maybe talk about that at the end as I, as I consider that. Um, but it was great. So good to catch up with all the people that have come on for a chat. So good to review the last podcast that we've done um, and also sort of set a marker in time. You know, I've also loved listening back to each of these podcasts, which I've done sort of quite regularly. You know, as, hopefully it has, as people and, and as listeners have done also, you know, but that idea of going back in time and listening and what did I think then and what do I think now? For me, it's been so, so powerful. So we started off at the beginning of the month, 1st of February. Um, it's brilliant to catch up with Kat Haschowski. I've known Kat for a long time now, and it's been amazing to sort of be involved and be involved with her journey as a coach and also to see her develop as a coach from afar. Um, so it's just great just to catch up with her in general, but to be able to record something and listen to her about delivering experiences that people remember and I think one of the things that came out was that facilitating of friendships through golf so she's become a connector of people <clears throat> and that's one thing that keeps seems to crop up with a lot of coaches is they're they're very much people 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 you know they like connecting people they like um, connecting with people but also connecting others with others um, so that was brilliant to catch up with Kat and you know that idea of friends and friendships through golf and friendships and connections being the first thing and golf being the second thing again something which you know the work we do with children I think and families is so so important um, a recurring thing second of February came along and a recurring thing that's come up for me is a framework of play and development so that's probably one of the things that I've moved forward it's maybe turned into a, a golden nugget or maybe even a golden ball but put in some structure and a few definitions for coaches and parents so that we can have a sensible conversation. I think when we talk about children and we talk, you know, they're all at different ages, they're all at different stages. And yes, they're unique. But I think also to consider that there is a little bit of structure around it. So I'll come back to that a little bit later on. On the 3rd of Feb, we released a chat with Holly Prescott. And again, Holly, I've known for a long time. So good to get a school stroke PE perspective of children's experiences. You know, school teachers, people involved in PE, they're connecting with primary school children day in, day out. And I think, you know, they've got so much to offer us as coaches who might not be doing that on a daily basis. You know, still a lot of golf coaches or even parents. We're busy. Um, so we, we maybe don't know children and what, what they do. But we talked about a preschool offer, what that early experiences of sport and physical activity should look like. We talked about the power of play. In itself, the power of physical activity, the power of PE, and then also then the power of sport, um, but physical activity and developing habits that will last children a lifetime. And I think we as parents and adults and coaches have a massive responsibility to provide children and also, you know, maybe model 
those experiences and that physical activity that will last a lifetime. And, you know, we also touched on the idea that, you know, within primary schools, we should maybe be a little bit less prescriptive around sports so early. Again, we're guilty of that, you know, going in, offering golf, but we're offering golf as a sport, but we're not offering, we're not telling children how to do it. It's very much just a stick and ball activity, stick and ball. And then maybe the golf comes second and the golf grows as the children do. 4th of Feb, a little ramble around Clubhouse. It's been an app that um, I like on some days and dislike on others. I think it consume it can consume a huge amount of time. Not sure of its impact for me or for the others, but you know, it seems to have been a valuable resource over the last lockdown for coaches to connect and to listen and to gain access to other experts and maybe just to share some thoughts. I've loved the weekly Wednesday evening chats we've had, you know, a bit of prep beforehand, throw a few ideas out there um, and then obviously reflect on those experiences at the end afterwards. 5th of Feb came along and I released a chat with Peter Arnett. Now, Peter Arnett, I've got a lot of respect for, a coach who's sort of developed himself and found his niche and he's now sort of got the train-like tiger which is working alongside another person that I've connected with in the past, Ian Renshaw. So it's brilliant. And, you know, the idea we discussed around play being the heartbeat of all sports and skill emerges from play. And I wonder if, you know, within golf, we don't introduce play early enough. We then, because it's not introduced, it then just becomes a game. And as I've said on numerous occasions and something that I'm continuing to explore there's a big difference between play and games. Um, so interested to see how that emerges in my own mind. We talked also about designing the experience within the environment. So the experience that we design and the experience we prepare and the experience we plan can happen anywhere. And then he introduced me to a word or we talked around a word about becoming attuned, becoming attuned. And I sort of, you know, we talked about the being attuned to the club um, but I also wonder if, as coaches and adults, we need to be attuned to ourself, you know, that self-reflection, self-awareness, and then being attuned to where the children are at at any particular time. I then threw in, on the 6th of Feb, another, you know, an introduction to that idea of golden moments, golden nuggets, golden balls, golden bars. Something which is framed my understanding of review and reflection and continually asking myself, well, so what? What now? What next? Um, so again, maybe another one for me to revisit on a regular basis, that one. 7th of February, released a chat with Peter Thomas. Peter I've known for a long time, hockey coach. He's got a, a venture called Happy Hockey and the idea that happiness goes beyond scoring goals and winning and I just love the idea of happy hockey, you know, and his vision and, and his mission is something with which I really connect with and I enjoy sort of sharing. And, you know, it's really interesting, again, as a coach, many things are transferable between sports and, act and activities, especially the people stuff. But maybe the sports stuff is less transferable and whether we can, you know, what can I learn as a golf coach from watching one of his hockey sessions? And hockey seems to have a sort of mind of its own and does do the things that they know within hockey does it transfer to football or rugby again something I'm not sure but the people stuff definitely transfers and again we sowed the seed there around do we over organize play do we over organize it 
um, a question that I keep coming back to. That's sort of turned into a bit of a golden ball moment, that one, that over-organisation. On the 8th of Feb, we released a chat with Carl Luckhurst. Carl is a primary school teacher, year five at <clears throat> Blackthorns Primary Academy in Hayward Seath. And he was so, so... Um, free with his time to talk about his experience with us delivering a whole school play day, not at Blackthorns, but at a, another school. So we're so indebted to him um, and his thoughts on that. And something which, you know, as we go forward with this podcast, I want to record more feedback from teachers around our play day experiences, because again, their insight and their experiences and their understanding of what children's experiences look like can be so valuable for us. The 9th of Feb came and I released a chat that I had with Wayne Lawrence. Now, Wayne Lawrence is a, is a parent that I've known for a long time, um, probably about six, seven, eight years. Um, and we talked about his journey as a parent, his son's journey, Louis. Louis. Um, so Louis's journey as a, as a golfer and, you know, from when he started playing golf at five with Lawrence at Royal Eastbourne and got involved with the golf programme and then came across to us at um, Cookfield and then spent more time and fascinating to hear the insight and the development of both Louis and Wayne. And, and also for me to reflect back on my journey and my involvement in their sort of um, their journey. So that was really interesting. 10th of Feb released a ramble around parent education. You know, a term with which I'm not massively, not, not a massive fan of, um, it has a number of connotations for me and I appreciate that I might be looking at it through a slightly dusty lens. Um, but something that crops up all the while is this idea that we as coaches or organisations, who are we to be able to tell parents and educate parents? And when do we give parents the time to educate us on their children? You know, maybe it's just a case of us connecting with parents and building relationships with them. And they're as strong as our relationships with the children. Um, 11th of Feb came and I was able to release a chat with Paul Brackley. Paul and I, we speak regularly, maybe once a week. But again, it was brilliant to maybe put something a little bit more formal together at how we, how he has developed himself as a coach. Um, and it also gets me thinking that retrospective look back of what we've done. Um, and, I, and I suppose advice to younger coaches or less experienced coaches is getting putting yourself in a position where you can get a huge variety of rich and meaningful coaching experiences you know different players different places different experiences different um stages of children and players um and also what come up there was also the layers of complication that we as coaches often add to sport and sport generally is a very simple thing that have we made it more complicated? Which I then, on the 12th of Feb, released a little ramble around, are we overcomplicating things? So as adults, as coaches, do we overcomplicate it? Should we keep? Should we be keeping things more simple? And it sort of aligns with our stripped back offer that we present to children. And, you know, maybe it's just stick and ball and maybe the golf bit of it follows. 13th of Feb, I was able to release a chat with Rob Cruz. Rob is a... <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, Robbie's an experienced golf coach based at Rustington. Um, and he talks a lot around developing children and their all round people skills, which I think is fascinating. And it drawed us into a um, a conversation around, and also following the podcast was around coaching, is often catered for. Loads of coaching, easy, but playing is less catered for. 
Um, and the one thing that cropped up in that conversation is the amount of competition that Rob has, particularly at his facility. So based at Rustington Golf Centre in Sussex, um, where they've got crazy golf par three, foot golf, climbing walls, bowling. It's a real entertainment facility. And, you know, his offer has got to be pretty solid to be able to compete with what else is on offer around there. 14th of Feb, a Valentine's Day ramble. Um, we've got to be able to create experiences that children and any participant loves. We've got to create that romance and it brings me back to that meaningful. Meaningful is a word that has cropped up regularly through this month, which I want to explore further. 15th of Feb and I was able to release a chat with Richard Franklin from Discover Golf. Now Richard is a character, a real character that I enjoy connecting with. He gets me thinking every single time. Um, the place where he is coming from and his wants to be that influencer and that moving the needle of junior golf, I think, I believe is refreshing and I enjoy listening to his thoughts and theories and the depth of his knowledge around play and games I think is amazing so I've got a lot to learn and understand about his approach to delivering experiences to children the one thing that continues to interest me is the rules and having a rules structure around play and games and again we talked about that stripped back idea that every single child loves grabbing and whacking just hitting shit with sticks what's not to like about it and the other thing that struck me while listening and chatting was values. We don't need to explain them to them. We don't need to impose values on children. We've just got to show them. So if we're just going to throw a few cones on the ground for a session and say, right, here's, here, let's just have some fun with this. That's not necessarily delivering um, a session that's based on true values um, of hard work and graft and planning and preparation. So again, that was something that was really, really interesting. 16th of Feb came along and in, in preparation for a, I think it was a clubhouse chat on, on one of the following days, talked about the, the many hats of a coach, the knowledge, skills and expertise. And can we be all things to everybody or do we need to be able to niche and specialise? Again, another one of those things that I continually revisit with my own coaching and also the coaching when talking to other, other people and developing their own coaching. 17th of Feb came along and uh, Greg Dreyer is a, a chat with Greg Dreyer and a, Greg Dreyer is a, is a person and a man that I've known for a long time and I have a huge amount of respect for and I love listening to him talk and I love chatting with him and we talked about meaningful, how do things feel meaningful, de delivering those very rich and very joyful experiences that children will remember forever, um, so again not just about fun but meaningful and basing our sessions and experiences on principles and values and engagement and giving ownership and autonomy and a voice to the children and being rich in play. And so children know what good is and they know it and they can describe it and they can tell us how it feels. And good simply being better than last time, better than last week, better than last year. And is that then good enough? So are we pushing children to something that they don't necessarily know, whereas if they know that they're better than they were last week, is that good enough? Really, really interesting insight. 
18th of Feb, I revisited this model of age and stage and added in the environment and the experience. So looking at what are the ages and stages and then what do the environments and the experiences look like within that? Something that, you know, that's become a real golden ball, maybe even a golden bar. That might even be a golden bar thing that's come out of the, the last few weeks of um, of the podcasts. 19th of February, released a chat with Chris Day. Chris Day is a football coach who I find really, really interesting and fascinating insight from, you know, what can only be described as an experienced coach of football. Um, and again, similar to the chat with Paul Brackley, the, the richness and the variety of the experiences he's had as a coach to develop himself and to be where he is now. Um, and he talks a lot about being one's real self, being authentic, which I wonder if, can you be authentic if you've just had a limited amount of experiences? Not sure. But he also talked about the idea that we can overplan. Do we overplan? Yes, we can overplan sessions and we can be too prescriptive, but we should always be prepared. There's a difference there. Followed on 20th of Feb, a little ramble of mine around tongue out and tiger eyes something which I see when children are engaged they have their tongue out they have the tiger eyes and when they're in that space or when they're in that moment us as adults just keep out the way they're good just leave them to it 22nd of Feb good and great to catch up with Jonathan Wright and release that chat Um, Jonathan's always a guy I think he's deep thinking very thoughtful and I like his where he's coming from with a lot of the people that we have these chats with um, we talked about fun being an unthinking approach to children's experiences. Offer something specific that's for everybody all of the time. Coaching is a human to human endeavour that is different every single time. So, you know, we know that every single experience that we offer should be unique and so therefore we have to have the skills of if, if you like a plate spinner or a juggler so if you've got 12 children in your group you know you've got to be able to juggle 12 balls in the air you know all the wants and needs and exp- of, the, of the children's experiences 22nd of feb i threw out a little ramble around junior golf club membership i think something i picked up on twitter um you know should it be free what's that experience look like that again, you know, one of the powers of this podcast for me is he's been throw something out, sows a seed, becomes a moment, then becomes a bit more of a nugget. And we sort of starting to now understand, well, should it just be a coaching offer or should it be an all round experience offer of coaching and play and equipment and all sorts of other bits and pieces? Looped back to the 23rd of February, we released a chat with Carl Luckhurst. Carl was, again, very generous with his time. We recorded two chats, his play day chat that we released earlier in the month but a chat his insight as a teacher which is fascinating i love talking to teachers they're with children all day every day so he's a teacher he's a PE lead he's a sports coach he's a football referee as well which i think is an amazing insight so we talk about what is competition for children what does that look like what's the experience we should offer but we, we, we we then talked about you know representing the school and, and how powerful representing the school or the club or even just themselves can be, you know, putting on that shirt of the school and going out and playing, not about whether you win or lose, but just that representation that can be so powerful. He also highlighted that, and he said a statement, teach in a way that allows each child to flourish. Flourish is a word that I really like and I really enjoy. Creating the spark and, you know, not, Creating the spark for children of, let's say, golf 
and they love it so much that they invest more time and effort and then us as adults not pouring the water on that spark um 24th of Feb, I released a ramble around the benefits of golf for children, sort of with one eye on the fact that we are going to be getting back into schools. You know, schools are back in in a week or so's time. It looks as though after Easter, summer's going to be looking good. Vaccines are there. Lockdown's going to start to open up. So what are the benefits of golf for children, which we think are huge? 25th of Feb, um, it was great to catch up with and release a chat with Aaron Lansbury, a golf coach who I've got a huge amount of respect for, runs a lovely um business at his club where he's got a huge amount of children involved he's been there for a long time feel like he knows what children want he engages with the parents and we what came out of that chat is we talked about the balance of coaching experiences playing experiences and also other golfing experiences night golf um crazy golf and we we talked about them grammable moments for parents you know those moments that parents can take pictures of that they can put on instagram put on facebook look how my children are doing look at the fun we're having at golf really interesting insight 26th of feb coming to the end of the month just a couple of days ago scrolling through facebook and i came across this story a little boy which i read out on the podcast what one of the things i like facebook the random things that can pop up i couldn't not share it um, and again, it's one of those instances where appreciating what children, the, 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 how we teach children and how we as adults can have a massive influence on children and their habits. And then yesterday, 27th of Feb, released a chat with Ollie Morton from up in Scotland. Um, love talking to Ollie, love all the things about his journey as a coach, where he's been, what he's done, where he's at now. He's at the most amazing place at Archerfield Links, um, but he does some great, great things. And he talks about the idea that he will grow as a player. So his development around Trackman and 3D and his understanding and his knowledge and his expertise, he wants to be able to grow with the players. But here's the interesting thing that I found. It's allowing children to be all in on their terms. It's their choice, their passion, their desire, their decisions, and then honouring those children at every age and stage, which I thought was a really interesting insight. So it's not about us as coaches imposing our will and our way and decisions on the ch- on the children. So that brings me today. Today, last day of the month, 28th of Feb. Definitely feel like spring is springing. So what? So what with these podcasts? What now? What next? been 51 days of podcasting in a row what what i feel i want to be able to do i've got so much value in those other 50 podcasts i think over the next week or even over the rest of march i want to re-release them i want to re-release them i want to re-listen to them i want to reconnect with them um, and i want to reconnect over march with the people that have been on um so i may not be posting every single new ones every single day in march i may be reposting um and then i'm going to be a little bit more random with things also ties in with as i say jolf and us looking towards the schools opening up and getting busy i've set the habit now for every single day so i want to release every single day but i'm not necessarily going to be doing new ones um i want to take some time to look at the moments i've collected the, the nuggets that have, have, have accumulated from those moments, the golden balls, because it's all well and good just to throw these things out there, but there's got to be a purpose from it. 
So I would love to hear from anybody that listens in. You know, if you've listened into this little review of February, 20 odd minutes of it, I'd love to hear from you a text, a voice recording, a message, an email. What are the moments that you've collected um, from listening in? Um, it'd be great to hear from you. So thanks to everybody. I've thoroughly enjoyed. I'm going to continue to do this collecting moments, collecting nuggets collecting golden balls and turning them into golden balls, really, really making an impact.